Hello, everybody. We have some breaking news from the Mexican national team. Diego Coca has been fired from the national team. Jimmy Lozano will replace him as interim coach as Mexico embark the Gold Cup, which is less than a week away. We recorded a live Twitter Spaces reaction earlier today, so we'll be playing that recording shortly. For our listeners, if you want to hop in on the action in real time, make sure to follow us on the Cantina MX pod on Twitter. I will even spell it out to you. Cantina MX underscore POD. We like to record all of our episodes on Twitter spaces. That way our listeners can join in on the action and speak up. We also simultaneously broadcast on our YouTube channel. So look for us on there. If you just want to send some comments or questions in the chat. Thank you guys for continuing to support the podcast and we will be kicking off this live reaction shortly. Our, our little, our little talk there, our little chat and, you know, that's the, the, the firing popped up. You know, I, I agree that, that, that uh, Coca probably wasn't the right hiring, but when they did, uh, you know, they did hire him. I, I think some of the complaints from the players had to do with the intense training, which again goes to show you the, uh, the babying our players have, man. But I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I don't think Coca was the right hire. Uh, also, again, th this goes to show you how our federation runs, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they give a guy a chance for four. I think, it, I think he had, yeah, you're right. Four to six months with the team, right? A total of, I think it was, was it six games? Yeah, it was. I mean, less than than a handful for sure. And and that that that's the end of it, right? So, <laughs> you know, it it goes to show you that 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 a lot of the problem starts up top. Yeah. Uh, not having a clear plan, not having a guy who comes in to give you an identity, and and so not having somebody there that that knows how to talk to your players, right? And and I get it. Coca has been around Liga MX for for a long time or for a while. Right. And, you know, I, I may, maybe, maybe his issue was not being able to, uh, to communicate well with the divas that we have coming from Europe. As you saw, Johan Vasquez bitching and moaning and crying about <laughs> playing. It's like, come on, dude, you're playing on a team that's, that's been or two teams that have been relegated. You still have to earn your keep regardless of where you play, man. That's just what it comes down to. But it's a little bit of a cluster, man. Uh, I'm a little bit out of a loss. Um, you know, my initial reaction was was don't, let's not start with that uh, interim bullshit. Mm. But uh, I guess I, I, you know, one of our buddies on the chat mentioned uh, there's no button. There's nobody replacing what's his name, Aris the what's his name, Arisapara or Praga or whatever his name is, mm -hmm. there, there's no plan. You're probably right. You just need somebody to, to, to be the shepherd of the team, man. And so Jimmy Lozano, who I know really wants that position. 
uh, full-time is now going to be the interim. And I don't know, I guess you do treat it as an audition for him. Yeah. Uh, but again, the, the, there comes this part, whoever replaces Ares the, what's his face? Rodrigo Ares de Paraga or pa Parga. He's, Parga. he's also gone. Yeah. So whoever's replacing him might have a different idea who his coach is. So again, we go into the, here comes another coach after Lozano. At the end of the day, I guess, as long as there's a good plan, uh, you know, let, let's, you know, let, let's, let's hire the right people, man. Let's, let's take our time, hire the right people. Uh, <clears throat> at the end of the day, to me, this Copa de Oro, the, Copa de Oro and and uh, doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, you're having the B teams in there, and again, even say, say for example, Lozano got him playing well, and uh, you found the right guys that want to be there, that, that that really care, and they ended up winning the tournament. You know, they're still going to get bashed because there was B teams. So, right. Let, let's just use this as 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 an opportunity to see who really wants to be on that national team. Man, all right. Like looking at this now, this, this entire thing feels like uh, like a coup. You know, like you 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 get this guy Rodrigo Ares. He's announced as the you know director of of the selecciones, and I don't know if it just didn't sit nicely with people. Then you get Dio Coca announced as coach, while we had some names being thrown out there like Marcelo Biesla, right? And it felt like maybe the owners didn't weren't able to get along. Maybe there was like you know a battle. Uh, like a you know civil war going on, and then maybe there was groups formed or whatever, and it, it really felt like this was like dead on arrival with Diego Coca, and I mean we saw what happened on Thursday. I haven't seen a, a defeat that bad against the states ever. Like even in 2002 when we lost to them in the World Cup, like I, I hadn't seen this type of of uh, dominance by by a team and i haven't seen players just straight up quit on the field since that uh 7-0 loss against chile mm -hmm. and and it, it almost feels like you know like the players kind of did this on purpose to make coca look bad and obviously like the game yesterday like they get a 1-0 victory they get third place but nobody was happy right and you know johan vasquez speaking out and, and saying he, how he was unhappy and that there was more players that were unhappy it just feels like this entire thing was dead on arrival. And now, you know, we're again, we're trying to scramble into the gold cup and figure out the team, the coach or whatever. And yeah, this entire thing just feels like, like chaos at the moment. And we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, Jaime, I think, I think, uh, and again, Joel, who, who really likes to get into the management of, of, uh, of, of, football and stuff like that. But I think he had mentioned that Grupo Pachuca and Grupo Orlegi were at odds about, yeah. about the coaching situation. Uh, you know, it looked like it was going to be Almada and then Orlegi went oh, in and right. pulled some shenanigans and, and were able to get Coca in there. So, again, when you have clicks and not a united front man, you're, you're, you're definitely not going to get the right people in there. You're going to get your people and other people are going to be unhappy. And then there's going to be coups like this one. Um, it's really embarrassing. And you're right. The, 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 the match against the U S I mean, look, it, it's like anything else, right? At some point the U S was going to give us an ass kicking, right? You know, we'd done it for, we'd done it in the past to, to them, but what was really embarrassing was that it should have been 
they should have at least had two more goals. Oh yeah, it could have been a five zero scoreline. It, it could have been. It yeah. could have been. Could have been that. It, it, and and I'm not sure why you're throwing on that 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 playeta if you're going to be a little bitch about it. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I you know when you wear that, you wear that with pride and honor, right? Anybody who, anybody at any country that wears their country's jersey, supposed to wear that with pride. And our guys were uh, were embarrassing when it came to that. So that there's that's that's the majority of my disappointment. Yeah, man, it's like the the value of the jersey, like it's lost its value. Like players are now not considering playing for the national team. It's not even like an honor anymore. It's not like oh yeah, like I'm excited to like. Like thank you for thinking of me. Now it's like I gotta I gotta think about my career, and and right. and it's like a very selfish way of looking at it. But I get it, you know. It's like hey, look, especially like Johan Vasquez. Like I understand both sides, right? You know, he he took the risk, he took the the gamble of going to Europe. He he went to Genoa. He had a great season, and they got relegated. Then he gets loaned out to Cremonese, and has another like decent season. He's he's you know. He's out there playing against the best in Italy, right? I mean, he's defending the best in Italy, and then uh, they get relegated too. And now you gotta, you know, you get called up to 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 the circus show over here, and then <laughs> and and then the coach doesn't even consider you, and you know, then you're like, shit, man. Well, fuck this. I'd rather take my time, go back to Italy, because I don't know my future. I don't know like what the coach has in store for me. Am I gonna get loaned out again? You know, and it's like I gotta secure, you know, my paycheck. I got to secure my future. And like, if you're going to waste my time here, well, I'd rather go to preseason and, and, you know, convince the coach that I'm, I'm going to be starting, you know, and say, yeah, again. So I understand like taking care of yourself and your future, but at the same time too, bro, it's like, it just goes to show like, like the whole status of, of, of the national team, how, how players are viewing the national team and how it's like become an inconvenience for them. Now it's, it's crazy, dude. Well, the, again, it's the the, and this is the sad part about some of these players that go play in Europe. I, I don't think it's all. I don't think it's all of them. I mean, you had guys like Guardado and Rafa and stuff like that. They Chucky. they understood. Chucky, they understood they had to. Uh, they had to win their spot. On on the on the squad, right? Yeah. But but you have the, these. People like Johan Vasquez, who's like, well, I, I came out here and put like put me in. No, you still have to outperform some of these these other guys who play in Mexico. Just just because you went out to Europe and and, and got on a European team doesn't doesn't mean that that you're a better player than the guys at Liga MX, right? Obviously, yeah. you know we have a little bit of a cluster <laughs> on that back line too. But um, apparently, the coach thought that that some of these other players were better players than him. Or fit his system a little bit better, you know. What 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 should what should you do if uh, some of these players are playing better? Work your ass off, yeah. win the spot for them, right? No, don't 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 sit there and bitch and moan. But no, <laughs> I, I, I also I, I also see your point as well, right? That, yeah. You know, these guys got to take care of themselves, of their family, make sure that they have something in the future. But I just I I just can't. I have a hard time respecting somebody who yeah, for sure. who's going to whine about not getting playing time instead of uh, instead of going out there to work hard. Right? Well, it's like that sense of entitlement. It's like, hey, 
yo estoy en Europa y tú no. You know, that's like that kind of <laughs> attitude. Nutty. And it's like, look, dude, like you, you, you said, oh, that the language barrier and, and dude, like Chucky Lozano went to Italy. He's been out there just maybe a little bit more time than you, but it's like he's been having to deal with this shit, too. It's like you're not the only you're not a unique case, dude. So it's no. like you got to fucking put your big boy pants on. And hey, look, man, I went to Italy. I spent a whole month out there. I can you can't pull the wool over me. I can understand every third word that they're saying. Right. It's very similar to Spanish, you know, but um, you're not going to the Netherlands. You're not going to yeah, Germany. Exactly, dude. It's not like a completely like different atmosphere. And if you're going to Italy and Portugal, you have a chance of defending yourself with the language a little bit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. yeah. He's he's just uh, somebody got in his, in his own head and decided he was the best, the best in the world, right? So that's what it just comes down to. Now, in terms of the coaching situation. I guess first and foremost, you have to hire the guy who's going to be in charge, right? The replacement for Adese, the the Paraga or whatever, um, and then that person's going to hire his coach. So again, we're 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 back to square one, man. And the only thing I the only thing positive I can think of for 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 the national team to do is find players who want to be there. Yeah, if they don't want to be there, let them let them go back to their teams. Find people who want to be there and let them get the minutes. Let them even even if we get our asses kicked, let them get their minutes. I, I don't care. I want players who want to be there. Exactly, dude. And I I I wonder if they're going to just call up players from the domestic league and kind of leave the Europeans at home. We'll see. We'll see what 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 Jimmy does with with this team, but I'm sure he would be probably more comfortable just sticking with the base of Liga Mekis and, uh, you know, letting the European players, whatever, get their preseason with with their respective clubs. At this point, even a, a domestic-based Mexican national team should be able to handle business at the Gold Cup with, you know, the B-sides coming in for U.S. and, and Canada. I didn't even know Canada had a B side. I didn't even know they had enough players for a B side, dude. <laughs> no, they're apparently doing a good job of uh, of setting up a program that 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 helps them be a little more successful, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, they had they had a good squad at the World Cup, and and you know, obviously they got they got they got beaten a little bit overhyped, right, during the World Cup. But I think they're overall doing a good job of producing and 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 trying to uh to create something so that they're constant contenders to go to the world cup um guatemala i wonder if if they end up being a little bit of an issue with a with a b squad if we have to face them <laughs> i'm kidding i don't know i really don't know who, who who or what or whatever you know mexicans have we have trouble with big bigger squads jamaica trinidad but um I just, I just don't know, man. I, I'm really at a loss and stuff. The only thing I've been able to back off about is the interim coach, right? Uh, but I also don't want them to do, to do, uh, to do Lozano dirty. That, that's part of the other thing. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, look, man, you don't want to like, like burn, burn someone like Jimmy. I mean, he's already been burned, right? After the the Olympics. It, yeah. Um, and I'm looking at that squad that he called up: Malagón, Jorge Sanchez, Cesar Montes, Angulo, Vasquez, uh, Romo, Carlos Rodriguez, Henry Martin, Diego Lainez, Alexis Vega, who will be ruled out of the Gold Cup. He he's going back to Chivas to heal. 
Ochoa was there, Aguirre, Antuna. So, I mean, a lot of these players that he coached in the Olympics in 20, well, it was supposed to be 2020, but it was 2021 because of COVID. I mean, I could see them returning for the Gold Cup. We'll see. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but I feel like a lot, a lot of players are, are probably going to have a breath of fresh air knowing that, you know, Jimmy's at the helm and maybe they can turn things around. And and look, look at the group stage, man. We got IT, Honduras, and Qatar, right? I mean, you can you can basically ha- field a team and without a coach and they'll they'll get they'll get past this. Like it, this is a very accessible group. Honduras is the first team that we face, so that'll probably be the toughest match. But IT and Qatar, I mean, I think we'll be all right. Um my my curiosity out of all this with the announcement of a new coach with 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 the way the team performed in the Nations League with with the lack of attendance in that in that third place match how much will this affect gold cup attendance is my curiosity the first match is in Houston then they're going to go to Glendale and then they'll close out over here at Santa Clara so that's a good question Jaime because so I know the 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 issue the things with the Legion Stadium right those tic- those tickets have to be sold on a package. I got to assume, right, for the third and, and and first place game, right? Yeah, you can't control like, hey, we're gonna just show up to the third place match because like, right? And you and and people are buying them uh, in advance. Yeah. So you know that that game at Allegiant probably sold out. People just didn't show up. I wonder how many people, how many how many tickets were sold in advance for for uh, for Gold Cup to yeah. see Mexico, right? Yeah. So again, the, 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 they're still getting their money. Yeah. That that being that being said, the long term, uh, or how many people resell their 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 tickets, right, or try to resell it, but uh, long term, th- this 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 is what uh, the fans need to do to make sure the to get the owners' attention, right? They got to hurt. They got to get them where it hurts. That's their pocketbook. Right. Exactly. And they're doing a pretty damn good job. They need to do a pretty damn good job of, uh, of, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of the, the words of how to put it, but, uh, like boycotting or what? Not necessarily boycotting, but, but, you know, they're doing a pretty good job of, of, of screwing up their, their, I guess in a sense, their main money making market. Yeah. They definitely make more money out here. So, um, if they do that, man, it, def- it definitely, will, I, I think it, it would definitely get the attention of, of, of the owners. Yeah. We have Mr. Yims coming in. Feel free to speak up. Would love how to. You doing? How you doing, sir? Yeah, so, how you doing, brother? So, so we have a brand new coach. Is that it? I, my main thing with this is like, I've been through this fucking show and, um, to this fucking show for the last what's it's like 94 and this is like what happens every fucking cycle for the world cup uh we come in you get a brand new coach and the coach doesn't win uh some bullshit tournament and he gets fucking fired um my main thing is like the fans are gonna keep going to the games it doesn't fucking matter if the team sucks or doesn't suck like the fans don't really give a fuck they're just gonna keep going to the games and um um, I mean, who's going to replace this guy? Like, I, is it going to be Jimmy Lozano or whatever? That's the interim for now. And like, I've kind of guessed at the, po- you know, I mentioned it earlier, this could be an audition for him 
to earn the title permanently. But as of right now, he's just kind of like filling in the shoes. Yeah, because if I remember, he did very well during the, the Olympics. Third and place. I, yep. I, 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 don't, I don't think that squad was supposed to do as well as, as, as they did. But us as fans, I think the only way that we're going to affect any change, and like you guys are in the group chat with me, I'm kind of very particular about where I spend my money. Yeah. And if I don't, if I'm against something, I'm just not going to give you all my fucking money. Exactly. If, if, if we keep going to the games, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Facts. Like absolutely nothing is going to change. So every time he's like, you got a fucking Mexico versus fucking El Salvador for the thirtieth time <laughs> in the last fifteen years here at in, in, in downtown LA, and the stadium fills up, and you get and they make they walk away at the gate with like two three million dollars per game. I mean, that's not going to give incentive for the Mexican organization to change, and we're going to be stuck in this fucking mediocre cycle of that we've been in since fucking ninety four. I mean, honestly. I think that our team peaked, what, 2008, 2009, maybe? Um, I was here, I was listening to you guys on Wednesday after we got our ass kicked by um, by the by the fucking white boys. And, <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm fucking, like, you guys are, like, reminiscing about, like, 2012, man. Like, I remember fucking sucking so hard back in, like, 2003 when, like, uh, like, that was the last time that we were having like a hard time with uh I guess the, the the United States. I think we had like a four or five year like losing streak with them or something like that, if I remember correctly. I think the elimination in the round of sixteen at Korea, Japan was probably the the start of of it for sure. Losing two zero. Yeah. yeah, but it was like the whole like two zero thing for like fucking for years. I think it actually yeah. lasted until like two thousand and nine. Like, it was two thousand nine, yeah. 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 So it started kind of turning again. And, uh, but yeah, man, this is the same thing that's, that, that it's been for like, since I was fucking 10. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, if you can predict something by, by what's going to happen, just look at the fucking pattern for the last 30 years. Nothing has fucking changed. So we've had some good moments here and there, but like, unless at us as fans, you just boycott the fucking team for a year. Like, you're going to, we're going to be in the same fucking situation that, that we've always been in. That's kind of just the way that I see it. Yeah, for sure. I will say that the the one thing that has changed Yums that that is at, that is at the Mexican national team's disadvantage is that our clubs start stop playing uh, more competitive tournaments. That our national team stopped playing in in uh, Copa Copa America, right? Like yeah, we lost. We got, we got, we got That's a that was like and uh, the Copa Sudamericana. So yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of club soccer. Um, I been a fan of the national team to me it was like watching a fucking lakers game so but <laughs> it was we're fucking some southern mexican kids from southern california i'm not a fucking chivas fan so like i'm not an america's fan i'll watch it but the only team i had a little bit of following for was like uh leon because i like my family's in guanajuato or monterrey because i got a bunch of like family like friends over there in um with tigres but um I'm not, not a fan. The only time I really got into the club soccer was when, like, one of the local teams went down to South America and we started doing well. And yeah, I that was that Pachuca, kind of, Pachuca, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, that's like yeah. the only no, reason no, I give a fuck about club. Bro, I don't give a fuck about Chivas, dude. Honestly, no, no, no. real, real quick. What, 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 uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, just real quick, just to give you guys an idea, like how this is affecting the casuals. So you know, we had a quinceanera on Saturday and then the recalentado on Sunday. 
And like, dude, even like people that um, don't necessarily follow the national team that heavy or, or follow soccer that heavy were coming up to me because they know how, how passionate I'm out. And like, what what I saw on Thursday was a disgrace. And like, people are like legitimately like upset that we lost the United States. Like, it's it's a it's a matter of pride, and in the matter of how they lost because even like the news stations that are not soccer specific talked about you know the this madre and the fighting and the red cars and the puto chant so like i actually do think that the casuals are starting to wake up and realize that holy shit like we are producing a really shitty product out there and i'm thinking twice about even attending the upcoming gold cup matches and another thing too is they're playing at nrg stadium state farm stadium and 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 levi's these are all football like american football stadiums that can fit up to seventy thousand fans so if there's a really bad attendance, it's going to be very, very obvious. And um, I think this is uh, going to be the huge wake-up call for the national team. So I, I do think that maybe people are going to stop showing up. Well, I, honestly, I, I legitly hope so. Um, it's going to be the only way to, to affect the way people think is to just cut the money supply. And um, um, that's that's pretty much it. Like, you just... You gotta boycott the product for a couple. It doesn't mean you don't care. Just a little bit of tough love. Yeah. Just don't give them any money, man. Dude. Yeah, man. I know all about boycotts. Our Oakland Athletics are on the brink of joining Vegas, and we had a reverse boycott to show that we do care about the team. We just hate the ownership. But obviously, like the entire city of Oakland has abandoned the team now. Like the attendance is probably the worst in the majors. There's minor league teams that are outperforming us as far as attendance. And I'm sure that's hurting someone's pocket. So if we could do something like that with the national team, that would be awesome. I know there's just too much pride in, you know, Mexicans. We just love going to games and having a fucking beer fest, getting drunk, partying. Like, I understand that part of just, like, wanting to have fun and, and go th attend these matches. But, you know, I don't know how much the ticket prices have been for these matches, but I'm sure that they have dropped in value. And I'm sure even though they might have done a pretty good pre-sale, I think a lot of people are going to try and sell their tickets had another concern. I was gonna. I was trying to talk. Uh, call in on Wednesday. I I caught a, a bit of the game, probably about fifteen minutes of it, and I saw something from the U.S. soccer team that actually concerned me as a fan. And I knew eventually it was gonna fucking happen. They literally had a bunch of like fucking like uh Venado Medina type players on the field. <laughs> I'm saying they looked like they were dribbling. They were fast on the wings. And that's something I had never seen from these fuckers. Like, I, like the style of game, it looks more, dare I say, Hispanicish. Like to me at least. I mean, I'm a fucking casual. I'm not that big into, into like fucking, like analyzing the games or whatever. But it doesn't look like the old USA team, dude. The bunker they, ball. They look yeah. Creative. No, they, they got they got players now. Yeah, they got, they, they they got, got play I think the word that they're using is dynamic. There's more dynamic players that play for the But I'll be honest with you, that's more of Mexico like making them look good than them actually being good. It, it, it's like the players that were on the pitch like dude, they're just complete ass. And yeah. you, you I, I bet you I could go up there and look like fucking Messi. It's just that that's well, how bad it is right now. <laughs> is we're making the states look good. And another another thing that you guys brought up on Wednesday that I I said this before the World Cup, um, we don't have any players with personality or that have presence on on, on, yep. on the court. We just don't have them. I thought that Chucky Medina was gonna Chucky was gonna be that guy. Osano, I mean, and um, 
for whatever reason, he just hasn't like done it with the national team. But uh, we just don't have like a guy like that's impactful. I mean, we, we had Chicharito for a while, which was very good. But I honestly think he was overrated for a lot of time. And um, and the last time that I felt that we had like a really guy that was like really hurtful to the other team, but he just never lived up to his potential was Giovanni dos Santos. And yeah. um, like that, the guy was magical when he was fucking disciplined. But he's fucking Mexican, and <laughs> that's not part of our culture. <laughs> but that fucking... is half Brazilian too, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like yeah. Landon Donovan went to go play with the with, with the with Leon, and he said that those guys are talented as fuck, but they just they just lack discipline. And these are our top tier players. Yeah, he, he was no, shocked. No. He was shocked at the lack of discipline in a tier one team. And well, uh, Yums, I've been saying this for a long time is that even though it's a pro league, we don't have professionals in our league. We have we have guys who are talented, they have yeah. natural abilities and you know they work a little bit at it, but not too much. They still want to continue continue their life party lifestyle. But man, imagine I I can only imagine if our players were disciplined and were professional and really focused on on their on their profession. Right. Well, we had Chicharito. I mean, for all intents and purposes, on his fault, like off the off the field, like the last six, seven years. Yep. I mean, he was very disciplined, and he wasn't like physically gifted as other players. No. But can you imagine, uh, like, if Giovanni had his discipline? Oh no! Or, yeah. I, I I talked about that with like Vela, bro. Like, dude has the fucking. He was the most yeah. talented Mexican I had ever seen. Um, he was the third best player in Spain one season. And, and it's just like, bro, if, if we had Vela's talent and Chicharito's mindset, we would be a world-class team, you know? And it's just like, we don't have, we have one or the other typically, yeah. but not both. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah and and I, I do tire of that whole talk of uh, somos especiales and you need to find no, the right it's, uh Look, man, I, I learned this lesson when I started playing FIFA online and I tried like competing with the all Mexican team. I learned really quickly that I was not going to be competitive as an Olympic <laughs> player playing with just fucking Mexicans, dude. That shit was just fucking... We don't have the talent, dude. We, we just simply don't have guys that are... are and we probably do have the talent. We don't have the, the discipline. Yeah. yeah. That's a cultural problem. It is a cultural problem. It's it's uh, hijo de mami, papi. It's uh, You're very comfortable in Mexico. You get paid well. So you don't really have to challenge yourself or level up as much. Um, because that's all it takes really to be successful in Mexico is to be talented, to get noticed at the right time. And pretty much there, you can be like a club, you know, legend or, or hero. And you don't, you, you never have to go across the pond to earn like a legitimate paycheck. And it's like, our league is, is, uh, is very comfortable. Um, and yeah, and it's comfortable because of all of the money is coming in from, from, from the United States. Exactly. No, no, and, no, no. It's well, been a, it's been a blessing and a curse, and we yeah. just haven't been able to take advantage of it as as a, as a result. Yeah, yeah. For well, sure. if you look at the like the Argentine league, right? They don't pay anywhere near as much as uh, the Mexican league. They're hungry, man, and that's why that's why they produce as much as they do, man. That's one of the reasons, rather. And then there's other uh, South American leagues, the same, right? And so. Not so much now because our, the the talent we've gotten from South America and Mexico is isn't as as big, but or as good. But for a while there, the Argentines and and uh, other uh, South American uh, uh, players were using Mexico as a stepping stone to get to Europe, right? 
they'd get a good salary in Mexico, eat well, then end up in Europe uh, on, on decent teams. And, you know, our players are, are just, they grow up, you know, they're pretty much growing up comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had some, we've had a couple of players, like uh, Brazilian guys that went to, like, Mexico and ended up in, like, in the Italian league. Like, um, like and, and done very well. I think one of them, like, ended up in Juventus or something. I forgot the dude's name. Um, but, like, it looks, look at Uruguay. That's an in incredibly tiny country. Uh, the league doesn't have a ton of money. But they consistently put out, like, every generation, two, three, like, top 20, top 25, like, level players in the world. And it's just a matter of, like, just the discipline. We just don't have it. Like, somos una raza muy madrosa. Yeah. Yeah. We're always looking for the next party. That's it. <laughs> yeah, just looking for the next party. But it's not going to change, man. Like, my only thing I can say, like, is I don't go to the fucking games because, like I said, I, I – I'm not a big fan of people throwing beer around me. So, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that shit. So I just rather avoid the, the situation or getting punched in the head like that. That one you dude. Don't, but, you don't. Uh, you don't. You don't want that mixed in with your with your nice colognes, yums. Yeah, I know, right, man. I don't want to fucking. Uh, no, I'm not even fucking that, dude. I just want to avoid getting arrested. <laughs> just want to avoid getting thrown in jail. But um. But um. Yeah, man. It's uh. We had to boycott. That's the only way it's gonna work. Like I said, look, we keep having these conversations every three or four years. Yeah. So and nothing coach changes. Comes in, yeah, it, it doesn't change. It's like the the players have changed, the coaches have changed, but like the situation itself, it's been the same situation since like I could me being a little kid. Yeah. And, and like I said, I was surprised on Wednesday when it, there was a USA like versus Mexico game. I'm I'm, I'm like I'm not a casual fan, but like I've always kept up with the national team. And like I was fucking shocked. Like I've stopped caring since like as like like the way that I used was like around like after like the 2018 World Cup. And um it's mostly because the product is fucking shit. It's the same fucking product. Yeah. It, it hasn't evolved, it hasn't changed with anything. It's like we're basically just marketing like jerseys. That's like the that's like the that's basically what the national team does now. Like its main yeah. thing is to sell fucking merch. They're all influencers now, dude. It's not they're not even professionals anymore. They're just all influencers. Get you know, get your ass in the seat and sell jerseys. That's that's basically yeah. the message. And I, I yeah. think um I think Ron had a had a had a legitimate criticism. It's like, look, it doesn't matter what who the coach is, like, what's our fucking style look like? We don't even have a style anymore. You used to have a, a certain way of, of, of playing, you know, under Ricardo La Volpe, you knew what you were getting, line of five, and, and you played to to be, you know, to be the protagonist. And for the last couple of years, like, you look at the, the World Cup in, in 2022, we didn't have any style. We didn't have, this is how Mexico plays, right? And that's why you don't want a foreigner to be coaching the national team because they don't know about our strengths and weaknesses and, and, and they can't imp, imp, input a, a, a style of play. To be fair, the Argentinians are our daddies. I don't, you can't you can't consider them foreigners, man. He might be a Napsa father. Well, Tata didn't. Tata had no. <laughs> no, like the Argentinians pretty much built up a whole fucking a whole situation in Mexico, yeah. man. Like they're, Tata, they're, they're, I would say Tata really in particular because he didn't. You know, he didn't coach in Mexico. He didn't have any yeah. connection to the national team. You know, obviously we've had you know coaches that have been in Mexico for longer than I have, right? And they've. They've established themselves, like, you know, you look at Cristante, stuff like that. 
started their entire career was in Mexico. So I understand that, but yeah, we just don't have a style of play. And I don't know if Jimmy can do that. We'll see. Um, he's a former player. I mean, um, uh, I, he'll, get, he'll get a little bit of respect Yums, for that reason. He's a level pista type, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that might work. So, I mean, he did well at the, he, he did well at the, uh, at, 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 at the Olympics and mm-hmm. that style works for us. So we got a lot of speedy guys and they could run from the back to the front, like efficiently. And like, we yeah. have better than average passing skills, but, um, yeah, my only concern, like I said, I, um, we got to boycott the, the national team for a bit, get some tough love. And I'm very concerned about the way the United States is playing. Like I knew it was going to happen eventually, but, uh, their dribbling skills and the creativity up front, it, it's going to be a problem for a while. So, yeah. Well, I got to go, guys. I'll, yeah. I wish you guys well. Have thanks a fun for, day. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Oh, yeah, man. Sorry, dude. I'm a, I'm a bit erratic right now. So, I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I got I got my girl calling me. When are we going to do mimosas? So, we'll try to wrap this up soon. But, obviously, we're on Twitter spaces. So, you know, yeah. re- request to speak. Feel free to uh, to chime in. This is, this is uh, again, an impromptu episode just you know talking about the breaking news so if anyone listening right now wants to speak up go for it we're here for you guys we want to give you guys a voice but uh yeah in case you guys missed it the Coca fired after the abysmal performance in the nation's league and jimmy lozano has been announced interim coach with just about a week until gold cup starts and uh we'll see if this is an audition for him to earn the position permanently at the same time Love to hear some names uh, being dropped. Some people that you would like to see coach the national team and get us back on course. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, somebody on the YouTube chat saying uh, we need Biesla. Well, we missed the boat there. He's coaching Uruguay, so we, we unfortunately will not be able to get him. Uh, we have Ancelotti joining Brazil in 2024. We got to be realistic here. I don't think we're going to be able to get a world-class coach. We're not going to get a Guardiola. We're not going to get... Uh, Jose Mourinho. So we're going to have to be realistic as to what kind of coach we can pull. Mexico has the money, but... I got a final question. Yeah. What about Hugo? I mean, with all this bullshit, dude, he did a really good job with what was left of La Volpe's team in 2008. And like what he did, they were playing real fucking nice, man. And he got fucking booted basically over politics. I mean, is he is he too toxic of a person at this point to like bring him back in? All I'm gonna say is there's a reason why he hasn't had a professional coaching gig in over a decade. Uh, so, Yums, there. My opinion is this: I, I know if we got into this discussion, I've I've always been a, I've been a proponent of uh, Nacho Ambriz from the beginning of this cycle, but I'm leaning to agree with you a little bit here that. Ugo might be a, a viable candidate just because of that wi- that winner's mindset that he has. Yep. I understand like what Jaime is saying that uh, that uh, Ugo Ugo has a particular attitude that I think a lot of the uh, the uh, front office people don't like, and I know that he he runs his mouth quite a bit too. But it, but if uh, Pio Herrera is getting getting second and third chances to coach after the type of person he is, Hugo deserves another shot, I think. So for I, me- saw, I, I sorry to cut you off, man, but like, um, I'm going to add to something that you mentioned. I saw a short on YouTube a couple weeks ago. It was about a uh, Hugo Sanchez short. And um, it, he was explaining 
when he got to Spain, that they were calling him like a uh, Indian. Indio. That they were telling him he was a fucking mariachi. That they need soccer players in Europe, not fucking Indians or mariachis. Yep. But yep. when he left, they were calling him Mughal, and that yeah. says a lot about that dude. Like he didn't let. You probably. It, I'm. I'm not gonna say it didn't affect him, but especially in today's like culture and like the little the generation that that's playing right now, these kids get up fucked in the head over like little like being called things like yeah. it's like a being canceled or being whatever Ugo's the last motherfucker is gonna get canceled he doesn't give a fuck yeah he only cares about winning and i think that I, you could call it toxic or whatever but i mean i think he i mean he's efficient enough in his coach skill skill set wise i think that maybe bringing him in might do good i feel just just for the pure mindset that he has no, I, I agree. I agree. The the mindset, the the. I, I, it's the I missing piece I, for sure. Yeah, the 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 winning mindset is is a a major missing piece. I think someone like Ugo would have corrected someone like Johan Vasquez. Yeah, for right? sure. About the I showed up, play me. I know th- you, but no, you dumb. You, you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta go earn it. My my I, my. I, I yeah. earned it. My problem with Ugo is. He has a tendency of not being able to get out of his own way. Like, you know, he's the exception, not the rule, right? He, he had the talent. He had the mindset. And everything, you know, fell into the fortune of him being the most, you know, successful Mexican player, um, at least club-wise, right? But he has to understand that not everyone is built that same way. And I know that when he was coached, they, you know, some players would mention that they he would just show highlights of what he was doing. So, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like... It, it reminds me of uh, uh, fucking Napoleon Dynamite, and they were, like, sitting on the couch watching that dude, like, snap the ball. And it's like, you guys are fucking retarded. Like, what are you guys doing? You know, it's like, I feel like it takes more than that nowadays in modern football to be able to, like, coach a national team. It's like, I don't know if he can do it on his own. He would, he, he would definitely be an influential coach. He would get the players with that winning mentality and mindset. But I don't know if tactically – he still got it. Nah, it's, it's like me telling Ryan to go outside and go get a date, and then I show him all the women to go out with. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> exactly. We have uh, Disco Fever, yeah, 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 on YouTube saying, Ugo is a major xenophobe, plus there is reason no one hired him for 10 years. Piojo has had his chance. He isn't a tactical person. He's just a good motivator. How about Juan Carlos Osorio? I don't know, man. I, I would not want him to return. Although I did I did like how he coached Mexico. You know, we, we got into the World Cup caminando. But he just, you know, he made too many changes. He didn't set, ha, he didn't put up the same lineup uh, two games in a row. So I don't know. But I, I think, so, I think he's, he's definitely not a candidate anymore. What about Joel's boyfriend? <laughs> uh, we had Raymond Orozco says, "I would like to see Tuca." Uh, he's not gonna do it. Like he, I mean, he, he's been pretty clear about not wanting the job, and I don't blame him. He, he, it, could, it could probably ruin his his um his legacy at this age. I don't yeah. think he cares about no legacy. He's coaching Cruz Azul. Uh, and, yeah. and and with the uh, them not getting uh, them getting rid of players and not getting refuerzos, I think he might step down. You never know, right? But 
my here's my thing but going back to osorio i don't think he's the right guy but man man were we good on uh in the air like we knew how to set up and set pieces and defend the set pieces and actually score on the set pieces we were very good with that and then he but left yeah, the, uh, he left and Tata took over and we had issues with set pieces defending him yeah so exactly he he had that part down and you know, I think he should have had a, a eight-year career at, at Mexico. I think learning from his mistakes against Sweden and um, and Brazil, I think he would have learned from those mistakes, and we would have had a a, a much more positive twenty twenty-two World Cup. And that's well, another, he said in that interview. He said yeah. in that interview, he regrets not doing the yeah. uh, the next four years. But and and here's another thing too, and this is again a common like you know Yum's mentioned like this is a common like re reoccurring history where we have not had a coach with the the project with a long enough tenure right it's it's every four years and we'll think about it no one's actually given a coach a eight-year contract and said hey we're gonna stand by you no matter what happens like everything's very short-term thinking and everything's like the flavor of the month right so i don't know man i don't think the national team and our media we're just not wired for a, a long-term project we don't have that kind of patience with anybody right and, and I, well, think, I, thought, I thought back in 06 they should have given Love up another four another four years, but uh, but I understand the part where they felt they had to give the gig to Ugo because Ugo was running yeah. his mouth, and and and, and uh, La Volpe wasn't going to be let to work, uh, wasn't going to be left to work uh, like he wanted. They were just he was just going to be under attack completely. Yeah, you guys don't remember the the, the lead up to that World Cup, and um, I I. I a lot of us, uh, at least a lot of us from the from the from the group, for the chat group, all of us are from the big soccer forum. And um, Jesus Christ, do I remember the fucking xenophobia towards South Americans and like especially to Argentinians leading up to 2006? And it was like, <laughs> fucking something else, dude. And um, I remember the media just absolutely hating like La Volpe, like. 80% of the media attention towards him was fucking just fucked up and negative. And, but the guy left a legacy on the team. And well, a lot of, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say the guy's a hell of a coach, but he also didn't help himself with his own mouth too. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, see the, these type of guys like, uh, they, like, we're Hispanic dudes. And you got that, the, the A-type personality. You run your fucking mouth. Especially if you're competing against somebody else, like you, you just you're gonna run your mouth. Like, that's just the way that it is. I mean, like that's that's the personality type that it is, you know. Yeah. So you're gonna have conflict. You got a lot of guys that are competitive, and then butting heads gonna just be a part of it. But the problem with like uh, with the with the Mexican like uh with the Mexican media, it's like uh, for a lot of time too, and it's probably not mentioned a lot. You had the TV companies fighting each other. That's been another issue. I, I don't know if they're as important now because like a lot of the media is split into a thousand little smaller entities, but um the like a big part of the last like 30 years was like over TV Azteca and fucking Televisa fighting over fucking like putting people into the into the national team, even like fighting over who the coach is gonna be. And that's that's if I remember correctly, a lot of the Hugo versus like um um La Volpe stuff had to do with like Televisa and TV Azteca fighting each other. No, if I if I'm, if I'm, am I remembering wrong? I'm not sure. We yeah, I think that was like that was a big part of it. I think. Yeah. 
for sure, folks. Hey, look, uh, I'm running short on time today. This is kind of just an impromptu Twitter space live. We're also live on YouTube. But we will try to get Joel in uh, tomorrow. Typically, Tuesday nights are, are our official like episode uh, days. So we'll we'll definitely talk about this more tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll, we'll let you guys know. But um, I don't know. I'll let you guys have some closing thoughts before we wrap up this this breaking news. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel like we're in a little bit of a cluster. That I can't reiterate that enough, man. Uh, I'm hoping Jaime Lozano's just you, because you know damn well they're. Regardless of how the team does, if the, if they do poorly or they do well, he's going to get knocked. That that's 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 my thought. I think it's a little bit unfair that they're going to uh, do that to the poor guy. But you know, for whatever time that Jaime is there, I hope he does just treat this more as a like a tryout to see who wants to be there, who wants to put the effort in, and and it'll help whether it's him or or whoever the next coach is. Uh, to help select which players should be there. Well, and enjoy I, your and enjoy your mimosas. Jaime. Oh, uh, uh, one more question before we uh, before I let you go, elbow. Is he the worst coach of all time, Diego Coca? Oof. <laughs> I guess based on time frame, yeah. Pro I guess based on the amount of time they gave him, yeah. Damn. Yums. What you got well, for me? Well, I I think it's a trial by fire for a good old Jimmy. And um, I get if he makes it happen. Look, the world, the gold cup is that the gold cup is next, right? Whatever it is, we always do well in that tournament. We're probably gonna end up get to the final. The refs are gonna do whatever it is that they need to do to get Mexico to play the United States on the final. True, and we're probably gonna lose. <laughs> as long as the team looks somewhat efficient, um, I, 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 it's. It's a trial by fire situation for Jimmy. I think he'll do fine. And but my main concern is long term. I, I just don't want more of the same. And the only way to like have an effect as a fan is just not to go to the games. Yep. I, I, I know I know it sucks, but whatever, man. Just just don't go. Absolutely. And I definitely agree with your sentiment. We gotta vote with our dollars. That's how shit gets done nowadays. And for those listening, the ones that uh are considering going to these gold cup matches, just save your money. Don't go, you know, don't support this team. If you're unhappy with the product and, and I think things will, will run its course. I, I, I wish, uh, you know, the best for Jimmy Lozano, hopefully his tryout is good and, and they'll consider making him permanent coach. I'm all for having a, you know, a domestic coach instead of, you know, having foreigners coach the national team. It's been a long time since we've had that. And uh, for those on the on the Twitter spaces or YouTube tonight or today, thank you guys so much for hopping on. We'll, we'll be um, broadcasting again either tomorrow or Wednesday. We typically kick off around 9 p.m. Pacific time. So stay tuned. Make sure to give us a like and follow. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. All right, man. Thank you for allowing me to speak. Good night. Good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>